previewing the Sunbelt East week one. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz back with another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. And we're finally pre- previewing, having an issue saying that word, to say it again, previewing uh, this week's action was actually going to break it up in two in two sections. West first. I'm a little bit more familiar with them. And then the East and then went to the schedule and Georgia State's playing on Thursday. So we can't preview the West uh, and uh, and then, you know, have Georgia State play a ball game. So we will do the East and, you know, a couple of teams are playing good games, but, you know, a lot of power five teams get a little bit of grief for playing some, you know, less than stellar competition. And the, the Sunbelt's getting a, a little bit of a break uh, to uh, to get the season underway, to get their feet wet just a little bit. It certainly gets tougher. And a couple of teams have Power 5 competition, but they're the only ones. Like, no one is playing. It's very odd. No one in the East is playing a group of five school. And in fact, there's two ball games that have group of five schools in the whole Sun Belt week one. Army and Monroe and the Cajuns, I'm sorry, and South Alabama and Tulane. Everybody else is either playing a power five or FCS. It's very odd. It's very odd. All right, so let's start it off with Rhode Island uh, taking on uh, Georgia State. I got the score. I got the time. It's it's 6 p.m., but I got to figure, I got a feeling that's 7 p.m. tomorrow or today on uh, on the first ball game in there. Anyways, it's a chance for Darren Granger to get things going for the Panthers. Yeah, it's 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, Georgia State taking on uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island, you know, FCS, they're coming down to the heat. They got it. You know, Georgia State has to set the tone, right? Georgia State has <coughs> what we discussed, you know, a, a – a schedule that they have to get off to a good start, right? It is there for the taking because it's going to get much more difficult <laughs> once the Sun Belt gets going uh, and they have an opportunity to get off to a good start and they have to take care of this. Let's see, right? And this can be the question. Are these guys going to take it to the next level? Is Darren Granger going to be the quarterback that everyone hopes he can be and lead his team, lead his Panthers? I don't know if it's going to be an easy when there's no lines between group of five and FCS school. So there's no line on the game. Let's see if we quickly go back because we did it with, uh, let's see here. We did it with Albany. Let's see the schedule for last year. All right. Let's see here. Rhode Island was seven and four last year. All right. They actually hung with Pittsburgh a little bit, 45, 24. You know, that's not totally embarrassing, right? Uh, they went seven and four and 21. 
Uh, didn't play very much in the COVID year. 19, they went 2-10. and 10. So they have played well in the last couple of seasons. 7-4 and four is, is not bad. So not going to be necessarily a blowout, but Georgia State's got to take care of business. All right, you know, play solid football. Uh, you know, let Darren Granger, you know, hopefully he's not playing in the fourth quarter. Hopefully they are blowing him out. Hopefully you get some guys to get some playing time, right? Darren Granger can play three quarters for all I care. Uh, let's, let's get them on the field. Let's make sure they're, they're playing well and a chance to get this, what I would call a fourth quarter ball game where, you know, you're in trouble if you're in the fourth quarter, if your starters are in the fourth quarter, but, you know, a chance to really, cause they're home as well. They get a chance to maybe play a bunch of guys that, uh, some other teams may not get a chance to play because the, uh, the competition is a little bit tougher. So looking for Georgia state to win that ball game, going with the Panthers, uh, I, at least by two scores, if not by three scores. I mean, it should be it should be a blowout. Let's see. Not only Darren Granger, let's see if that Panthers defense uh, can get it done uh, as well. All right, uh, we'll do a couple of more here in the first uh, in the first segment. Maybe just one more. App State taking on Gardner Webb, three thirty p.m. Eastern time, and a good game for Ryan Berger to get his feet wet. Right, the uh, the redshirt freshman was named. Starting quarterback on Monday, he will be the next three or four-year starter for App State. We're all going to be here in 2027 and saying, is Ryan Berger still playing college football? And yes, he will still be 23, 24, 25, 26, or 26. Uh, sorry. Uh, he'll be here. He'll still be here in 2026 and probably have a solid career and gets a chance to, you know, it's not Carolina like it was last year. Right. Chase Bryce had that ridiculous comeback and an unfortunate throw on a two point conversion. It is Gardner Webb, and hopefully things will slow down for him. You'd still hope for a, you know, a two score victory. I have no idea what Ryan Berger can do. Obviously, he's good enough to where, you know, Sean Clark is going to start him. Uh, well, let's let's check out their schedule to see what Gardner Webb has done over the last uh, few years just to even things out, I guess, because we did do it for Albany. And you just don't know any of these, you just don't know any of these FCS schools. Um, I will know something a little bit about Albany, but not very much. Uh, let's see what we got here. Gardner Webb. Um, all right, schedule 2022, 7-6. and six. They went 5-0 and oh in the conference. Not very, very many conference ball games. Uh, they went four and seven in 21. 20 was the COVID year. They played a handful of games. In 19, they went three and nine. So they've had a better seasons the last couple of years. Well, 2021 was four and seven. They turned it around a little bit uh, last year. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll get to better competition for uh, the uh, – the Sun Belt East in the third segment, we'll go over some of the, uh, again, easier ball games that the Sun Belt East is facing. Marshall <clears throat> actually facing a team that a few years ago went to the second round of the FCS playoffs. I will tell you that about that right after I let you know about LinkedIn jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain they have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools 
Like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires and leading uh, versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, let's see what else is coming up. We are previewing Sunbelt East today. We'll do the Sunbelt West for tomorrow. And I'm blaming Georgia State because they're playing on Thursday. So we're doing the East first. <laughs> All right, uh, Georgia Southern taking on the Citadel. Again, something that, you know, Davis Brin can ease his way in. He's got a lot of experience. But he's with new teammates, a whole new thing. How does he work with Clay Helton during a ball game? It's a whole thing. Now, it's interesting here, right? The Citadel, you know, sometimes what Rhode Island's coming down. I do have like Albany coming down. We'll get to that in a minute. So they may, Army's coming down. So they're coming down from the east is what I mean. Uh, Citadel's going to be right in there, right? Uh, in terms of uh, dealing with the heat and what everybody in the south has gone through. Uh, this summer so and they're military so you know they're tough uh, again I would look for Georgia Southern to win by a couple of scores let's see if Davis Brin can kind of ease into it just like Ryan Berger right can <clears throat> we, we don't want to see turnovers that's the big thing with Georgia Southern and and Davis Brin Kyle Van Trees had too many turnovers Davis Brin had too many turnovers uh, at Tulsa and you want to limit those and get the scoring going so let's see how Georgia Southern does against the South's Military Academy, I guess. Well, there's VMI as well, right? So we'll just say Citadel and Georgia Southern. All right, James Madison, another situation playing an FCS team, Bucknell. And uh, that's at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Alonza Barnett the third, as I heard on my radio show today on 103.3, the GOAT in Lafayette, Louisiana, sports chat, by the way. Uh, he really wasn't named the starting quarterback. He was kind of announced by default. And he's a redshirt freshman as well. Excuse me. <clears throat> and he gets to ease into it because then <laughs> he has, or they have, James Madison has three games on the road. They go to Virginia. They go to Troy and Utah State. None of those games are going to necessarily be easy. Virginia is a 28-point underdog against Tennessee. James Madison's high-powered offense. We'll see if Alonzo Barnett can carry that on. Last year, they had to transfer <coughs> uh, Todd Santeo, but with a lot of experience. And instead of going to the transfer from uh, Arizona, I think Jordan McLeod, with a little bit more experience, but hadn't played in a while, they're going to the redshirt freshman, Alonzo Barnett the third. He could too, he could, he too could be a three or four uh, year starting quarterback for James Madison. All right, Marshall taking on Albany. Uh, that used to be, Albany used to be a Division three school. They are a State University of New York school. For those who don't know, the State University of New York, I believe, is the largest university system in America. And yes, I am a SUNY grad. I did not go to Syracuse. I'm from Syracuse. I didn't go to Syracuse. I went to SUNY Oswego. Albany is considered one of the universities, although I think Oswego is now a university as well, actually. It was SUNY Oswego. Uh, it was Buffalo, Binghamton, and maybe Stony Brook were the three universities everything else was a college i guess i'm not sure what the big difference is uh but albany was division three now they're fcs 
Uh, they have uh, struggled as of late. They have a total of six wins in the last three seasons. That's coming off a nine and five year in 2019 when they actually won a playoff game in the FCS playoffs. They lost in the second round to Montana. So uh, they were good. Uh, they do already have a win against Fordham. That's something. They already beat Fordham this year, 34-13. So they actually have a win under their belt. They have a game under their belt and a win. Uh, Marshall, uh, you certainly don't want to look ahead to, is that, do they have Vatek next? Is that, is that what's next for Marshall? Because that could be, <laughs> talk about a little bit of a trap game. That is, that would be a trap game if that's next for Marshall. No, they got East Carolina. Okay. So they, the Virginia Tech is down the road. Uh, East Carolina is a nice ball game, too. It's not Virginia Tech. Okay. So they'll be able to focus on Albany. He, uh, Charles Hupp was hopefully, you know, expecting a, a sellout crowd. They're like, it's sold out for Vatek. He's wondering why we haven't announced the sellout for uh, Albany. We expect that to be sold out. It is a holiday weekend, but it is uh, what it is. And I, I would expect Marshall, again, uh, wouldn't be surprised if Albany starts fast, only because they've played a game. And I'm looking for, again, Cam Fancher to take that next step. Not necessarily the Darren Granger step because he's already had two years under his belt. Cam Fancher's had a half a season. So let's see if Cam, again, a little bit more consistent, uh, no turnovers, uh, a little bit more than a game manager. You want that from Cam Fancher. Uh, though it may take him, that may take Marshall a quarter or two. Let's see what happens in the second, third, and fourth quarters. If Albany happens to jump out quickly, uh, although you wouldn't think that would be the case because of Marshall's defense, although a lot of turnover there. Uh, I just think that Albany's played one game. Marshall hasn't. All right. I know it's not brand new type of deal, but it may take Marshall, again, 15 minutes to get going uh, in this ballgame. I would not be surprised. I am taking Marshall uh, Thundering Herd, obviously, uh, in this ballgame. All right. It's Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Let's see what else we got. Uh, all right, so now let's actually, uh, let's take that timeout. We'll come back and the two big ball games in uh, the East, and I'm, I'm just going down the schedule, I can tell you on ESPN and, you know, Rhode Island's FCS, Gardner-Webb's FCS, Citadel's FCS, Bucknell's FCS, Albany's FCS. Is anybody playing anybody? You bet you they are. Old Dominion and Coastal Carolina are playing a couple of Power 5 teams. We will talk about them when we come back. All right. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing. A little bit short on the subscribers. We're going to be, it's not that much, right? It's Thursday. We were 581 heading into Thursday or wrapping up on Wednesday. So I'm, I sort of need, well, geez, I need about, you know, almost six per day here. So we'll get close. We're also going to get close to 4,600 audio downloads. So again, thank you so much. And maybe now that we're actually talking football instead of what may happen or what could happen or although we are doing previews and saying just that, uh, we will actually have some results this weekend. So we'll have to recap and we'll see how Old Dominion looks. We'll see how Texas State looks. We'll see how the redshirt freshman at App State and JMU look. So we'll actually have something to discuss besides just surmising and what I think is going to happen in my own mind. So again, thank you. For subscribing, please continue to subscribe to YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your fellow Sunbelt fans about it. Also, if you're looking for the podcast, uh, you can look for it anywhere. Locked on Sunbelt, just search that. The popular ones seem to be Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Uh, just search Locked On Sunbelt and we will come up. Okay, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's talk about the last two ball games. You do have Old Dominion and Grant Wilson, I think making his first college start at Vatek. Right, that's Brent Pry. Uh, minus 16. They struggled last year. Vatek struggled last year. I mean, Old Dominion could have had two wins last season. They, sh- I think they beat Vatek, right? And they should have had, let's see. And they should have beaten Virginia last year. Let's see. Last season. Uh, they did beat Vatek 20 to 17. They lost to Virginia 16 14. Should have probably won that football game. But now they got a new quarterback, new offensive coordinator. Not the easiest thing to do. Again, Grant Wilson making his first start. I think they're going to cover. I do. I think they may cover. Let's see what Virginia was last year. I don't think they were, or Virginia Tech. I don't think they were very good. They were three and eight, they were one and six in the ACC. They're not very good. They had wins over Boston College, Wofford, and Liberty. One point win over Liberty. So one of their three wins was FCS. So I think ODU can cover this ballgame. It would be a little bit of a shock if they went in there and win. Or is that offense raring to go, right? And they got a hard schedule as well. We've been over that, right? Like Vatek, the Cajuns, and Wake. (laughs) And they're in a six-game losing streak. So that could stretch to nine very quickly. Uh, that game is on TV, though. It is on the ACC Network. So we are getting a little pub. The Sun Belt getting a little pub. ACC Network, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, Saturday night, uh, uh, Vatek minus 16 against Old Dominion. I'm going to take the Monarchs to cover. All right. Uh, and then one that I'm trying to figure out, maybe do a little bit more research into UCLA, Coastal Carolina. Uh, Pac-12 after dark, 14-and-a-half-point underdogs. Isn't UCLA the ones replacing the quarterback and the running back? Didn't one guy make his way and end up being the backup quarterback to Deshaun Watson in Cleveland? And the running back's in the NFL, too, Zach Charbonnet. So I'm trying to figure that one out. Outside of Coastal has a new coach, Tim Beck. Uh, Also... UCLA should have lost to South Alabama last year. So, of course, you know, a Sunbelt team's not going to sneak up on them. I'm not sure they have to sneak up on them. I'm going to take Coastal Carolina outright in this one. I'm going to call for the upset. I'm certainly going to take the 14 and a half points, and I'll probably put a little bit on the money line. We'll see. All right, UCLA is breaking in a new quarterback. DTR is in Cleveland. We'll see. Um, Another difference is um, this game's at night. It was an early morning game for UCLA. I think they were playing at 11. I think they were playing at 11 o'clock local time. That is really, we think it's early here in the South. That's really early there in the West Coast. So it was not a big crowd against South Alabama. Should have won that football game and uh, it did not. So Coastal Carolina is not going to sneak up on them. I don't think they're going to have to. They're they're coming and I think they're going to win the ball game. All right. Now, of course, I picked in this case all of uh, the Sun Belt teams. That won't always be the case. It will not always be the case. It may be the case this week. Well, we'll see about that Baylor Texas State game. Maybe they cover. 
Uh, but we will come back and do the West on for Friday's episode. So we'll be back for that. Let's go over the games again. I am picking. Well, I'm picking Old Dominion to cover. I'm not picking Old Dominion to win. I'm picking Old Dominion to cover. All right. So Georgia State's going to win. App State's going to win. Georgia Southern's going to win. James Madison's going to win. Marshall's going to win. No lines on those, at least not yet. Uh, Vatek is minus 16. I'll take ODU to cover. And Coastal Carolina is a plus 14 and a half. That was 16 and 16 and a half. I will take UCLA. I'm sorry. I'll take Coastal Carolina. Freudian slip. Uh-oh. No, I'll take Coastal Carolina. Uh, the Chanticleers, not only do they cover, but they win outright. And among the other ball games, and we may get some in the West, where it does announce the Sun Belt's presence with authority. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll be back Friday. We'll preview uh, the Sunbelt West for week one. That was the preview of the Sunbelt East. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please, again, continue to subscribe. Tell people about the podcast. It is continuing to grow. Still hoping, still hoping. It's been a great month. It's been like 180 subscribers. I need like 19 more uh, to get to uh, 600. Thank you so much for letting people know about it. Uh, I am your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team, every day.